afternoon. Good midday. This is Tide 100.9. Cup of Joe, a little midday madness right here on Tide 100.9. John Mirfield, Joe Gaither hanging out with you guys for another hour or so. Big thanks to Martin and Xavier Houston getting the day started with the Martin Houston Show. You can hear him weekday 6 until 7. We had our friend Wimpenberry Sanderson on inside the locker room telling rattlesnake stories from 7 to 9. And our man Gary Harris just wrapped up the Gary Harris Show from 9 to 11. You'll be able to hear him. Well, you'll be able to hear him weekdays at 9 to 11. And then we'll be passing it off to Big Noon Sports with Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson, and Christian Miller at noon. Uh, then Ryan Fowler will join us at 2 p.m. for the game. Tonight we'll be turning it over to Alabama baseball against the Troy Trojans down there in Montgomery. So, well, that'll be a lot of fun. You'll be able to hear that right here on Tide 100.9 as well. So keep it locked in to Tide 100.9. It's the best way to keep up with all your Alabama Crimson Tide news and notes and download that app today, especially if you're out of the area. You want to hear the baseball game tonight. You want to uh, hear Roger Hoover and Chris Stewart on, from the Crimson Tide Sports Network team. You can do that by listening to our Tide 100.9 app. I want to invite you to jump in and join the show at Tide 109 on the Twitter machine. At JD Meary on the Twitter machine at Joe, Joe Gaither six. Send us your comments, questions, queries, and complaints. The complaints are our favorite right there on the Twitter machine, or you can hit us up on the Derek Daniel State Farm hotline at 205-342-9904. Always loving Derek Daniel sponsoring the program. Derek Daniel, like a good neighbor, Derek Daniel and State Farm are there. All right, John Muirfield, it's been a minute since I've seen you, since last Tuesday since I've seen you. What are we going to do today? We're in a weird spot of sports, but I have a lot of notes. I have a lot of notes, and we'll just kind of go with whatever you – we'll let you direct the program, to produce the program, Producer 101. All right, my notes are as follows. My notes are as follows. I've got uh, Tiger Woods Lawyer, Bob Huggins, Lakers over Warriors 3-1, Andrew Luck tampering, Oklahoma, Texas, SEC in 24, Fagan's Brothers to USC, uh, Matt Ariaza vindicated, and I've got the college football playoff uh, schedule, the, the the new college football playoff schedule uh, written down. So, producer, what, what are we, we going to go with? Because obviously, like, there's no real Alabama football news. Breaking news: We start with Alabama football, the king. So, what are we going to go with? Would you say this is kind of like the twilight zone of the of the sporting cycle right now? Yes. You know, we're we're relying mostly on people's screw ups to kind of get into the news cycle, and we can kind of make our little comments and our little. Um, our little comments on. I like screw ups. Well. Yeah. Screw ups are fun. Screw ups are juicy. The screw ups are make for entertainment. Uh, I, I, well, I like screw ups from an entertainment standpoint. They make me sad. Uh, I was about to say, we, we like, we like other people's screw ups. We don't like screw ups of our own. Yeah, they make me sad when that, when real world consequences come out, come, uh, after the screw-ups, and let's talk about it. Bob Huggins yesterday had a real world screw-up yesterday. Um, and will there be a real-world consequence behind it? Okay, so if you didn't see it, if you're living under, under a rock, Bob Huggins, uh, head basketball coach West Virginia, uh, yeah, head basketball coach West, West Virginia, was on the radio uh, yesterday, and then he was uh, talking kind of about his previous stop, his previous employer with, with Cincinnati and their relation with Xavier and, you know, major rivalry. Um, and Bob Huggins stepped in it just a little bit. Um, we're going to play the clip. We've already edited the uh, the profanity out of the clip. Uh but but it is a little bit uh it is a bit edgy. Bob Huggins lets one fly yesterday on the radio. John Mirfield hit that clip and then we'll react and decide will he keep his job? Oh, play for West Virginia. Catholics don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're above the fracas, aren't we? No problem. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you. I tell you what, any any school that can throw rubber penises on the floor and then say they didn't do it, by God, they can get away with anything. <laughs> Rubber pants. Was this I like think that was at the Crosstown shootout, wasn't yeah, it? It was transgender night, wasn't it? What? Was that it? It was a, it was a Crosstown shootout. Yeah, no, what it was was all those f***s, those, those Catholic f***s, I think. All right. They were very envious they didn't have one. <laughs> well, save your comments about Bob Huggins. Is he the best? He's the, he's the best. The best ever. Is he the best assistant coach you John, do you hear the radio host like going, uh, 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 do you, what do you say to that? First of all, <laughs> no, what do you no even idea. say? Okay, because, okay, think about it. One, this is a respected coach from your, from, uh, that made his name in this area. This is a Cincinnati radio station, WLW. And Bob Huggins used to coach at Cincinnati for a long time. So he's, he's well known in the area. 
And so you and look, when you're in the radio game, we'll just pull the curtain behind. When you get a good guest, you get a big guest, you want to keep them happy. You want to make them happy. You want to make them enjoy their time on the station. You want to obviously get a, get something out of them. You want to get some good answers. That's what get a it's good a story. Of, it's a lot of smile and nod. Yeah, you know, you're yeah. not gonna you're not gonna say anything that upsets them or you're not, not too bad unless there's something right unless there's something obvious that you have to ask a hard question for. But like. I'm imagining they've got a good relationship. They want to keep Bob Huggins on the air. And he he drops – he doesn't drop the F word uh, that you're usually familiar with. He drops the F word in terms of homophobic slur. Homophobic slur, excuse me. So, like, yes, so you know the bleeps. Yeah, he was being very rude to uh, homosexuals and, 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 uh, and basically calling, calling them a slur. And look – those those radio hosts they don't know what to do. They're like, oh my god! You can hear the awkward laugh. Yes, they go. Is this fun? It's you not know, funny. The producer cut to that music immediately, and he's like, go, get out of here, go, <laughs> yes. we gotta go. Because what do you do? You you hang up on the on the legendary coach. You say, get out of here. Hey, hey, man, you can't say that. Uh, you can't you can't get into that. Uh, which you can't. Okay, first off, look. He's trying to be funny. Uh, the, the setup, he was asked about a transfer portal player and about whether he had a chance of landing a player from Xavier, uh, the Jesuit school, the, the Bearcats' former crosstown rival, where now he coaches at West Virginia. And he goes on uh, and talks about, you know, how <laughs> they can get away with any. So apparently they were Rubber throwing, what? They were throwing uh, sexual toys on the on the court. Uh, who, what, what football? Uh, the Bills. The Buffalo Bills do that quite frequently. Throw um, uh, bedroom toys, uh, adult toys onto onto the playing surfaces to distract uh, to distract opposing players and coaches. And it is. Jarring, distracting, uh, because that's not exactly what you want to uh, what you want to be seeing. But Bob Huggins comes out yesterday and uh, gives up a an apology. Let me pull up his apology real quick. I've got it sitting right there. Uh, he pulls up his apology because he realizes, oh man, he stepped in it. Um, as as my as my computer is loaded, he stepped in it. Uh, here it is. Earlier today on Cincinnati radio program, I was asked about the rivalry between my former employer, the University of Cincinnati, and its crosstown rival. Xavier University. During the conversation, I used a completely insensitive and abhorrent phrase that there is simply no excuse for, and I won't try to make one here. I deeply apologize to the individuals I have offended, as well as the Xavier University com uh, community, the University of Cincinnati, and the West Virginia University. As I have shared with my players over my 40 years of coaching, there are consequences for our words and actions, and I will fully accept any coming my way. I'm ashamed and embarrassed and heartbroken for those I have hurt. I must do better, and I will. Will Bob Huggins, longtime college basketball coach, lose his job at West Virginia for that 65 seconds on the air? I mean, oh, yeah, oh, it's such a it's such a slippery slope. I, I mean, it, it depends how. How 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 really offended you want to get by this? I, I think in today's a and a day and age, uh, it wouldn't be surprising to see him go. And you know, you could say all you want about his character. I saw a lot of people on Twitter defending his character and everything, and I'm sure all that stuff is true. Um, but purely from a from a PR standpoint, from a university standpoint, um, I think it's hard to kind of keep him around. He's lining up for his seventeenth season. At West Virginia. And that definitely plays into it as well. It's not like this is some new hire or this is some random guy. And if that was the case, I, I think they would obviously can him immediately. But I, can, I we have a, can, can we have a discussion that's an uncomfortable, John? Let's do it. Um, was Bob Huggins just – okay, look. When we're – okay. When we, we don't say nice things about Auburn, do we? Oh, no, absolutely. Redneck, Cow College, you know, Pasture, Barn, this, that, and the other. We, we make fun of their uh, agriculture, the, the, the prowess at, at, at agriculture, basically. Uh, we, we, we poke fun of our rival pretty hard. And, like, it's not like the Cow College and the agriculture and the barn. It's not like that's not untrue, but maybe we embellish it a bit. Right, we embellish it to a degree. Is was this a moment of Bob Huggins just reliving the rivalry, just reliving this is where I was in Cincinnati? Those Catholic bleeps, those those. Because I'll tell you what, when I was in now this is high school, Joe. So immaturity of sixteen years old, our rival 
across town, I would say terrible, awful, disgusting, abhorrent things about. Now, and, and granted, that's a maturity issue, but that was me wanting to um, separate the two of us and wanting to say, you know, we're over here, they're over there, you know, we're great, they're bad, they're evil, we're, we're good, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I would very much cross the line when talking about our uh, our rivals in high school. And I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll spin it back to today. When you put the Green Bay Packers in my mouth, if the, uh, if, the, if the microphone is not on, I am very liable to say things that will get me canceled in a heartbeat, in a quick heartbeat, because I, I, I deeply despise them. They've broken my heart 10 billion times over. And so I de- have deep hatred for them. Uh, not, nothing that doesn't say it's appropriate. That doesn't mean it's appropriate. And I shouldn't bring those comments to air because that's not appropriate for public consumption. It's not, that's, that's appropriate for my buddy who's a Packers fan who gets it, who gets it, who understands it. That's appropriate for my, my, my buddy who's a Bears fan who feels the same way and is not gonna, you know, put me out, you know, put me out there. Is Bob Huggins just reliving the rivalry? And look, we all know the Catholic Church has had its history of sexual misdeeds, sexual misconducts, especially with 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 uh, in the homosexuality homosexuality in that side. So, like, yes, there is some truth to it. Is Bob Huggins just reliving the rivalry, just feeling the hatred again? I'm Cincinnati. That's Xavier. Bleep them. They're evil. We're the Bearcats. I mean, like, you can make the argument, too, that, you know, I'm sure he's said this in the past or, or whatever. You know, you say reliving. If you make that comment however many years ago, I'm sure it's not a big deal. But in in today's you know in today's age you can't you gotta you gotta be more aware than that you gotta you gotta understand you cannot you can't drop that you'd almost rather him say the other f word yo yes a thousand percent <laughs> you would rather you, you'd rather take the other f bomb and live to see another day yeah get the FCC complaint instead get the FCC complaint and have it say Bob can you can you throw us twenty five k since you you cost the, mo- the, the 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 station some money here yes a hundred percent you'd rather have said the other uh, the other f word the, the, look. It's all about where you say it, the setting that you say it in. If Bob Huggins was in a Cincinnati locker room back totally in the day, those ca- let's go get those Catholic. Ah, let's go get those guys. We're going to take them down. Nah, 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 nah. You know, okay, time and place, appropriate. Uh, what it seems like, Huggy Bear, a little too comfortable in the air with some of these guys. Maybe he's, I don't know the, his history with these right with, with this radio host or with this radio program, but it seems like they have a pretty good rapport, a pretty good re- relationship, and it seems like maybe he was just a little too relaxed, a little too relaxed. But I'm I'm, I'm going to go with he's not getting fired. I'm going to say he's not getting fired. He can't. Like, come on, this is so. If. <sighs> Hey, you know what? It was nice for for the West Virginia um, uh, PR team and the athletics, their athletics over there, to take the heat off of us for a couple of days. Oh, because uh, that was that was really nice of them, honestly. Oh, dude, thank you for triggering my memory. I didn't write this down yesterday. The Iowa stuff. Did you see this? No, no. What, oh my god, I Iowa? should have written this down. I, I, I didn't write this down. The, the I look oh, the Iowa gambling. State. Iowa, yes. The Iowa University and Iowa State have numerous athletes across a bunch of schools. Uh, they're investigated. Uh, they're being investigated because of gambling, because of throwing games, because of play, uh, play, placing wagers on FanDuel. And uh, this is getting out of hand. This is getting out of hand. Uh, thank you for, for the pivot here. Uh, University of Iowa announced on Monday that 26 athletes across five sports, baseball, football, basket, men's basketball, track and field, and wrestling, and one full-time employee of the athletic department are suspected of wagering on sports in violation of NCAA rules. In addition, Iowa State acknowledges that 15 of its Athletes across three sports are also suspected of violating gambling rules. Oh, boy, 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 boy. This comes obviously days after our own scandal. Brad Bohannon fired last Thursday for uh, placing wager, well, for helping someone else place a wager, giving insider information on a wager. And now Iowa, this is going to be bad, bro. Well, I mean, why, why, though? Just just why? 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 Greed! But why throw throw out your situation though? That, that's that's the mind boggling thing for like a couple bucks, because it can't be that much money in the long term. It really can't be. Like you have to think in a in a larger scale. 
you have to think future. Like, why, why would you throw away your collegiate um, ability to play whatever sport you're playing just for your prize picks or whatever whatever site you went on to gamble however much money it was? Because it could not have been that much money. I mean, it's think, unbelievable. I'll it, say this. Do you think Alabama – do you think teams are now, like, kind of looking more internally after this whole Alabama thing? Well, yeah. It, Yes, the easy answer is yes. Uh, your, your internal, your compliance officers are all, around all the colleges need to be going to the, their their teams and saying, "Hey, look, you see this at Alabama, you see this at Iowa. I don't want to be kicking any of you guys off. Come on now. Hey, if you're gambling, go ahead and let me know. <laughs> well, we stop. Can get rid of you now. Stop. Either stop or go ahead and let me know now. Right. So we can go ahead and get you out of here. It's um... look. I like to place a wager. I do, but like I hate losing my. <laughs> And I, I, I don't. Re- oh gosh, I don't know how to how to how to uh, disseminate like how to break this story down because, look, when you have gambling, when you've legalized gambling, I, when you've legalized gambling, you catch the improprieties but more. So I, I am still on the side that legalizing gambling is a positive thing because you're catching the improprieties when gambling is done in the dark, done uh, off the books, done illegally. That's when I think you have the illegal activity really rampant. And it seems like, look, Mirfa, you can look at that. When did um, the first state, the first state approved gambling? Let I me mean, obviously Vegas, but but the recent the recent. Uh, you, Iowa is among 33 states that have launched legal betting markets in the past five years. Thank you. That's the, that's what I wanted. Over the flat five, five years, we, you have seen uh, these stories increase in prevalency, increase in in in, uh, in, in, in how many in frequency, frequency, in, in increase in frequency. But I think it's because okay, we're putting systems in place to catch improprieties. I wonder how much of this stuff has been going on forever, just because I can get away with it, just because. Uh, and look. If you're on the Iowa football team and you've got uh, you've got a player who's fumbled at, at the goal line or has fallen at the goal line, I saw a clip last night from uh, somebody who's like, "This is one of the players uh, who's named." He fell right at the goal line. He said, "This is what throwing a football game looks like." Oh, one of the players, yes! the player who yes! fumbled at the goal line was named. Uh, yeah, he. Um, I, oh, I know. I liked it. Uh, so uh, yeah. So it's just like, how do you? How do you operate on a team of 85 men? It, the distrust has to be, I don't know, the distrust has to be so, you, you got to do something. If you're Iowa, you got to do something for Alabama. You got to do something about reestablishing the trust amongst these teams with themselves, with themselves. Because if I, if I think anybody in the, on this radio station is trying to sabotage this show, I'm going to be like, like, look, I know the show's not great anyways, but like, I'm, I'm going to be like, dude, yeah, I need all the help I can get. Please do not unplug my microphone or, you know, do not like step in and play some weird new music or something. I, I don't know. Don't put any ideas into my head. I, I've already, um, if something goes wrong, well, now, now you have that seed planted in your mind. And, and then I'll be like, Am I taking a dive. Who knows? Exactly. Who knows what I've been offered, Joe? And so what does that mean for you and I watching TV, watching sports? Uh, Does that take your interest away a little bit? It definitely makes you think a little more. Yeah. I don't know if it would take my interest away necessarily, but. Do you watch WWE? Oh, I do not. No. Yeah. And I think it's it's the same. That's all fake anyway. Well, okay. No, not fake scripted. I, I I will absolutely give you green light scripted. Fake, no. Uh, Brock Lesnar's head was actually bleeding on Saturday night. It was. But it was scripted. He knew he was going to get cut open. He know, but, but, but to that point, to that point, you don't want WWE because you know Vince McMahon is writing, Jimmy's going to win. Billy's going to win. Sally's going to win. And you're like, what's the point of this? I, what's the, uh, where's the mystery? Where's the fun? Like, if I can just figure out Vince McMahon's head, which a lot of people can, then I can know and predict who's going to win. Then it becomes, why do I want to watch Saturday ba- ba- NBA basketball all, all, all week, all, all day long? Four games? All four of them are fixed? That's not fun. I don't know. This is a, a dangerous area for sports, in my opinion. We're, we're, we're getting into a dangerous place. Yeah, I would say, what sport would you really like associate that with, that skepticism with? Because basketball comes to mind for me because just the officiating sometimes really makes you scratch your head, um, especially recently. And, especially since the stakes are so high now in the playoffs. You can kind of get away with that in the regular season. But um, 
some of these officials, you can talk about Scott Foster and everything with Chris Paul, and that's the first thing that comes to mind for me and how how some of these players are winless in like 20 games or so, 20 playoff games when Scott Foster is the coach so or is the official. It's because Chris Paul's not very good. Uh, you know, yeah, that that's another argument for another time. But, I mean, the, the NBA is what I would associate that with, first of all. 100%. Not, not what college athletics, but. But it, it, it gets associated with the NBA because the better teams usually always win in a seven-game series. And it, and it, and, and, but you're right. The NBA, and you get a lot of it. You get a lot of it. You, oh, the NFL put that out there last year with all of the scripts. I've got the script for this season. I got the script for this season. All that stuff. We'll uh, hear about that forever now. Like there won't be a season without a questionable call, and you'll you'll see the script memes just everywhere. That's going to stick with us for now. Absolutely. So, John, let's uh, we've kind of run out of gas on our Bob Huggins and gambling topics. Those are great. Good job. Thanks for setting us up right there. You can jump in and join us on the Derry Daniel State Farm Hotline if you want to hit up either of those topics or anything that we're about to get into at 205-342-9904. When we come back, let's talk. Let's talk about Oklahoma, Texas coming into the league. Let's talk about the Fagans brothers going to USC. Let's talk about Matt Arieza uh, vindicated. A lot more topics on the table right here on Cup of Joe. This is Tide 100.9. You're guaranteed to make your mom's... Work is a part of all of us. Working drives us to push beyond what we thought was imaginable and allows us to come together again for the things that really matter. That's why the Alabama Department of Labor and the Alabama Career Center System is here to help you discover bigger opportunities than ever before. Visit your local career center or alabamaworks.alabama.gov. Funding provided by the USDOL, PTA, and Federal WIOA, an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request. Brought to you by this station and the Alabama Broadcasters Association. You've probably seen their clothing around town on game days, but check out Christopher Mobley on the Strip. Luxury game day apparel redefined. It's the only place in town where you can find Todd Hoops apparel. Clothing designed for the modern day entrepreneur, golf enthusiast, and athleisure fanatic. They've got Peter Millar, Viore, Grayson, and Mizzenamane. And if you haven't tried the Mizzenamane dress shirts, you've got to. You can find them at 1410 University Boulevard on the Strip. Also, they've got a great e-commerce site at ChristopherMobley.shop. So check out Christopher Mobley, luxury game day apparel redefined. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A mix of sun and clouds this afternoon, a few scattered showers and storms around through tonight. The high today, 84, tonight's low 65. Very similar weather tomorrow, warm and humid, partly sunny. A few spots could see an afternoon storm, the high 84. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 84 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Alabama fans are all over the world, and we are too. Download the Tide 100.9 app right now in the App Store and Google Play. And take the Crimson Tide everywhere you go. John Mirfield and Joe Gaither hanging out with you guys for another 30 minutes or so. Warming up the plate for Big Noon Sports. Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson, and Christian Miller. Let's talk, okay, Oklahoma and Texas. Look, uh, a lot of talk lately has been on the Texas-Alabama game in week number two. But little news come out. Uh, little news coming out in the last handful of days. Look, Britain... News, I'll put in quotation marks. Oklahoma and Texas have taken their final steps, leaving the Big 12 for the uh, SEC. Oklahoma's Board of Regents on Friday approved the necessary contractual agreements. And Board of Regents this week allowed UT President Jay Hartzell to sign the agreements to move the Longhorns to the SEC. So both Oklahoma and Texas will be in the SEC official July 1. News in quotation marks because this is kind of all what we were all expecting. Anyways, um, it, it, it is why 
Georgia and Oklahoma canceled their non-conference uh, series that they had coming up that softened the Bulldogs' schedule very, very much this coming season. Uh, but, you know, it's nothing nothing new, nothing that we didn't expect. I'm excited. I'm, I'm very excited. I think that... Uh, the league is only getting better. The league is only getting better, and uh, not only in football, but 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 in uh, but but in baseball, you, you baseball and softball, you, the diamond sports that are in action right now. Oklahoma obviously dominating on the softball field. I, I think it's going to just only improve the league, and, and I'm very excited. I heard uh, we, we we had uh, a call on the Gary Harris show earlier talking about uh, the the permanent opponents, and I think that those permanent opponents will start to take shape at the end of May uh, at the SEC meetings, and that Oklahoma and Texas will be a part of. Uh, and, and so I think that's going to be going to be really interesting. The end of May, you're going to get these uh, you get these per- probably probably going to get these per- permanent opponents, and uh, I'm excited to see Alabama come away with. LSU, Auburn, and Tennessee, as was previously rumored. Sorry, Nick, you're not going to get your way there. Those are our three. Those are our three. That's what's going to happen. He tried. You can't blame the effort, though. Can't blame the effort at all. He asked for Vanderbilt, Mississippi State, and Missouri. Tried to pull a fast one. Like... (laughs) <laughs> it's not fair that we play the three teams that are already locked into our schedule, still locked into our schedule. All right. Sorry, Coach. Let's head out to the Derek Daniels State Farm hotline and find our friend Jeff in Tennessee. Jeff, what's good on a Tuesday? Well, it was nice and boys yesterday. So I'll leave it at that. Your man AD went crazy last night. Uh, yeah, he's been playing like – I think he's been playing since he – he played since college. I guess he went for – 30 for 30, almost one night. It went 23 15 last night, so I guess you just got to get one more and that'll be the conference finals again. We'll see if they, can, if they can take care of business at, uh, you know, at Golden State. I guess they got to go to Golden State. I guess I don't know. I hadn't really been following. I followed the stats, but I hadn't watched. I watched the Heat and Knicks last night, so I watched Randall get dominated. I didn't like that too much. <laughs> That's all right. But, you know, we still got, we still got out of body old Harrow on the Heat, so we got some to take a while. I guess so. Well, we got three on, three on the, Three Oak State Coach Kyle went to watch. I forgot about Wing and Gabriel being on the lake or something. Got Jared Vanderbilt and AD and Gabriel. I forgot about Gabriel, but there's so many we forget. There's so many we just we just kind of pick them off. And we got to see if we can start two franchises. Kentucky. Y'all should. Y'all, y'all should well, start Wildcat. We can start, start Kentucky Basketball Association. We Texas and Louisville. We just that's two teams. We put Murray and Paducah next. We just keep keep going to get the whole state covered. We, you know, we got so many, so, you know. Sounds like we, a plan. We, we dominate basketball anyway. Everybody knows it. So <laughs> we dominate sports, so, you know. Jeff, what's on your mind today, brother? Well, I, I know you just can't wait for them, them permanent opponents, God. I'm just, I can't wait. I can't stand it. Lord, I, I better hurry up. And, I can't wait to the end of May. You been, Lord, I, mean, I ain't never heard it. Nobody cares about these permanent opponents. Ain't nobody. Why don't y'all play 14 SEC well, games? All right, go, Jeff. Jeff all right, if no one cares about it, I'll, I'll go ahead with you. What do you care about? Well, baseball or, you know, pro baseball or college baseball. My cats are doing pretty good. They play Tennessee this weekend. I'm sure Tennessee wants some revenge after last year. We've talked a lot of baseball on this show in the last seven days. Well, I mean, yeah, it's about gambling. I see you hear about Iowa now. I was involved in that. I would think about that. Jeff, you didn't listen to our first segment now, did you? No, I missed it. I didn't do it. Yeah, we, talk, we, talk, we, we talked about what, Iowa. We did talk what, about, what about, what about Iowa. I told you more schools going to get involved. That's two. So anybody yeah, else? I, I, no, Jeff. I think it's I think it's a good thing. I think it's because you legalize gambling. You've got so many provisions in place for when improprieties happen. So, so you're saying legalize it makes it okay? No, 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 no. I, I'm saying because we have legalized gambling in 33 states, 33 states now have systems in place to catch uh, improprieties like players gambling on games. But, but you're, so you're, you're, so you tell me, so you tell me, Alabama, Iowa are two states that don't have it, right? Uh, Alabama, Alabama, it's not legal in Alabama. You're correct. It's not legal. What about I, it's not legal in Iowa? It is legal in Iowa. It is legal. It is. I didn't know Alabama wasn't legal. I didn't know that. So. I thought it was. I well, know. we know Alabama. No gambling, no marijuana, no no lotto, no nothing that'll make well, the yeah, well, no, yeah, nothing that'll make the state money. Well, yeah, just come on up and give us some. We'll take it all. Just come on. <laughs> and we do. We go up to Tennessee come on, and come play, on up. play your come lottery. <laughs> come on up. Come on up to Fayette. Come up to Fayette. We'll blast you. Come on up. Give us some cash. We'll, we'll take it all. So, well, see, we, we, we don't have state income tax. We need all the cash we can get to. You didn't know that we don't have state income I knew that. Jeff, Jeff, I was born in born in Chattanooga, my man. 
I know, but that you live in Alabama now, though. So. Oh, I forgot everything I ever knew. <laughs> no, I mean, well, McCauley, McCauley, no, you didn't forget everything you knew. I'm just saying, you know, you got to, you know. I feel you, know, Jeff. I feel you. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me have you. Well, how will Alabama softball do this SEC tournament? Um, I think Comment they're going to go. Two, two and one, and be out. It's, it's, it's double elimination or single elimination. Double elimination. Double elimination. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna. Be- no, no, single, single, single elimination. That's what I thought. Oh, it was single. We're gonna beat the winner of Mississippi State, Missouri. Yeah, we're gonna win that. And then you have a real tough game against Arkansas. Ah, I think you fifty fifty flip a coin, and then if you beat Arkansas, I think we're gonna lose to Tennessee. One, one, one final thing: Will they host the regional? Yes or no? No. I'll, I'll go out on a limb and say no. I, I think I think right now they're favored to host a regional, but I think with uh, what's going to happen this weekend in conference tournaments, I think they'll find themselves just so on the other so side. After, after, the, after their regional's over with, and the Athens say, Tony Patrick Murphy will be fired. Is that true? I don't think so. I don't think so. Not hosting. He won't. He won't get fired. I don't think he's going to get fired. Okay. I'd be, okay. I'd, 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 I'd be real I'd surprised. I, I just, I'm curious. Cause I just said, the, I told you before, the guy called Fine Bomb was screaming. So I well, we don't care what the bald man says, but here's the thing. No, no, I, 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 not a fan, though. Not a fan, not a fan, not a fan. Well, fan we don't care what his fans think anyway. Well, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> Joe, well, 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 to, to your point, Joe. Joe, Joe and Doke, Joe and Doke, you hang in there, son. Hey. It's <laughs> something permanent bonus for it. All right, man. I, I can't wait. I want to play 20 SEC games. Let's go, babe. Yeah, all right. right. Let's go. Jeff Let's go with me now. We'll see. And, Jeff, I want to play more SEC games also. It's more fun. Get Austin P off my daggum schedule. Get MTSU. Oh, that's your hometown, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Get MTSU off my daggum schedule. Give me 12 SEC games. 2020 was great. It was perfect. And, oh, it's too hard. No, it's not. It's fine. It's more fun that way. Uh, and to his point, yes, I think there are some – well, I, I know. I know there are uh, a contingent of Alabama softball fans who are unhappy with the season, and there are a contingent of fans who are wondering about the future of the program, but I am not one of them. I don't think that uh, – I think you graduate this class, you kind of continue things with Patrick Murphy. You got, you cannot give a Hall of Fame coach, hey, you didn't go to – or you didn't host a regional, you're fired. Come on now. What a, what a, what a joke. Uh, we don't care what Feinbaum or his fans have to say. But, yeah, so this weekend, it's, 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 it's a huge week for Bama softball, Mayfield. You gonna you gonna you think they can take care of business? They got the winner of Missouri and Mississippi State the the first game that'll be tomorrow at four, uh, and then if they win they'll play Arkansas who is hosting the tournament, and then if they win they'll probably be playing Tennessee. Yeah, I'm looking at the schedule right here. I did not realize that. Um, I didn't realize the the field was so. I didn't realize the SEC as a whole was so good this season. Oh man, or, yes, that like, so top heavy. I mean. Like I'm looking at Tennessee, Arkansas. That's those are two tough like opponents. You know, I, I didn't realize that we were the fifth seed. Yeah, we have, we we have uh, it's the most regular season losses this program has had since 2018. It's been a it's been an underwhelming year, John. Uh, but is it been an underwhelming year because of our girls or because the competition's been so much better? It's a good question, but I think a little column A, a little column B. Yeah, I'd say a little both. I, I mean, it's. Like you said, you know, um, well, like I said, the the field is really good. The SEC has looked really good. They've kind of um, – there there are some teams that have kind of shocked this season. But is this just a bridge year? I mean, is this just one where you're like, ah, you know, oh, well, on to the next, on to the next season. You kind of know how this one's going to end. I kind of think sadly. so. I kind of think there's just not enough behind Montana. There's just not enough behind – I mean, you were there on Sunday, weren't you? Uh, uh, you you paid attention. You you were, you were paying attention on Sunday. They, they were in total control. That was a hard one to watch. Yeah, in total control. And uh, Jayla Torrance has all the talent in the world. She has a lot of talent. She did great. Just that one inning, that one last final inning. Uh, I don't know if you, you just lose control. Like two two walk two solo shots in a row. Like that's that's tough. That'll mess with your mind too. That'll put so much pressure on you. Because like up till that point she was pretty much cruising, it, it was a it was a done deal. I will say I will take some of the blame, <laughs> softball fans. I was um, getting ready to write uh, the article on Tide 100.9, and I went ahead and started writing the win. You know what? That's on don't me. apologize. That's how it goes. That's how the business works, guys. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take that no. blame. No, I'll do it. Somebody asked you, Joe. 
That's how Somebody the, has to take the accountability. Well, do it. you know what? That's how the business works. Good job, Don Mirafield, being on top of things and accepting the responsibility uh, responsibility for the L, which is not on you. Um, let's, hit, let's hit real quick before we hit our break, uh, the Fagans brothers. All right, we all saw Traquan Fagans ooh, three weeks ago, right right before A-Day. Right before A-Day, Traquan Fagans became one of the three Alabama football players to go into the transfer portal. If you didn't see it, Traquan Fagans announced he was going to USC, Southern California. And, okay, good for you. Go go, go! Uh, enjoy your time out there at USC. The, the, the uh, interesting thing about that to me, the interesting thing about that to me is his brother, Anquan Fagans, uh, five-star safety, also out of the Thompson area. I, think, I believe they're both uh, Thompson High School. Uh, both, I believe they're both Thompson High School alums. Uh, uh, will be, Anquan Fagans will be when he finishes school. But Anquan Fagans also commits to USC. So the Trojans, uh, Trojans come along with a little Alabama coup, taking uh, a big-time safety prospect. I think uh, John Muirfield, he's a class of 24 prospect. And then Traquan Fagans was, just finished just finished his freshman year. I believe he just finished his freshman year and didn't really get a whole lot of uh, – didn't get a whole lot of action this year, obviously playing cornerback behind Kool-Aid. Uh, not, not, not a whole lot of opportunity right there. Uh, but Traquan Fagans going out to California and his brother Anquan joining him. So both the defensive backs going to head out uh, and, and play in the Pac-12. Um, stink to see the local the, the in-state talent leave but hey we do this to every other state we take their best talent from from all the other states so sometimes uh some of the talent from our state is going to go elsewhere uh traquan and anquan fagans wish you guys the best uh don't think that that's going to be anything that we all cry about over five years so oh my god i can't believe they both went to usc look how good they are i mean they're gonna probably be fine football players and and, and, and might turn themselves in might have good careers but i don't think it's going to be anything that we are um seriously lamenting over in the long term pretty good pickup for lincoln riley though yeah great for him a team like that coach like that you need all the defense you could get 100 especially in his past so i mean what do you think about lincoln bringing in uh bringing in uh the arizona cardinals failed coach god uh kingsbury thank cliff kingsbury thank you that uh it's funny (laughs) <laughs> Especially with his whole drama in the off season of where where was he? Where did he end up? Thailand. Going? Yes, some some foreign Asian country, like some retreat or something. That is. And what's funnier so funny. is like before he got the Arizona job. I don't know if you remember this, uh, John, but before he got the Arizona job, he was uh, head coach at Texas Tech and basically more or less fired at Texas Tech. Uh, and USC said, "Hey, we'll hire you to be our offensive coordinator." He took the offensive coordinator job at SC for like. Three weeks, it was two weeks, short, and, then the, and then Arizona Cardinals. He, he he failed up, fired at Texas Tech, hired as offensive coordinator at USC, and then hired as as head coach with the Arizona Cardinals without even coaching a single snap. I mean, the way it's kind of like a it's one of those like rehab stops. You know what I mean? Like they're going to score a million points this season, so it's going to make him look good. Uh, this is this is just one, a one stop shop, really. I, I don't think he'll be there long. I think is it's it, a good hire, though. Is it Kingsbury or will it be uh, Caleb Williams, or uh, will it be Garrett Riley's offense? Uh, probably more so all those things you just mentioned <laughs> instead of Kingsbury. Exactly. By association, it makes Kingsbury look a little bit better than he probably is. A hundred percent. Maybe he can learn a couple of things from uh, Garrett Riley, and and, and and maybe he can find himself a quarterback like Caleb Williams. All right, let's hit our break right here. When we come back, we'll go run through the rest of our topics. Our lines available all right now. Our Derek Daniel State Farm hotline is available right now at 205-342-9904. We've got the uh, former Buffalo Bills punter on the uh, docket. We've got college football playoff dates uh, that were announced last week still on the docket. Tiger Woods, more drama with his ex-girlfriend and their lawyer. And Jim Ursay, mad. Uh <laughs> Did, did did Dan Snyder did Dan Snyder do this all to himself because his he, final act? He, no, Dan Snyder poked the bear. Here's the deal: Dan Snyder poked the bear by by uh, tampering with Andrew Luck, and Jim Irsay said, I, I, "I ain't the one," and then started the started the investigation. This all this is all twelve months ago. Right, 12, 14 months ago, it's all started. They kept the investigations going around the Washington football team. We'll talk about that in a minute. This is Cup of Joe, a Tide, 100.9. Go, boy! 
This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Alabama softball player Larissa Pruitt has won SEC Freshman of the Week. Four-star class of 2024 safety Jordan Pride has included Alabama in his final six schools. Former Alabama defensive back Kareem Jackson is re-signing with the Denver Broncos. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. From our home base right here in Birmingham, Alabama. We are here treating patients from every generation. Across the United States. And from around the world. As respected industry leaders, we are here. Working hard for you. In an effort to provide you with. Excellence in sports medicine. Excellence in research and education. And excellence in sports injury prevention. We are here for you. Aggressively pursuing victory over injury. Learn more at andrewsportsmedicine.com. Coming up, Coming up on The Game with Ryan Fowler. Coming up on the Tuesday edition of The Game, we'll feature Mike Dettelier, WWL, the big 870. We'll talk a lot of college football with him. Dennis Dodd previews upcoming college football season from CBSSports.com. All starting at 2 o'clock here on The Game on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The longest-running sports program in Tuscaloosa. The Game with Ryan Fowler. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. The best station in the state breaking down Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. NFL, NBA, MLB owner, that sort of thing. When you become an owner, you are obviously in an elite category, a category that unfortunately I will never be in. Hopefully you, our listener, will be one day and you'll remember me and hire me in some capacity. I appreciate that. Uh, What happens when you become an owner? You You join an elite company and... You can only get ex- you can only get kicked out of that company for a couple of reasons. Uh, if the company, like, look, it's like a fraternity. The fraternity has to kick you out. You can't get removed from outside entities. The fraternity has to kick you out, and you get kicked out of the fraternity by embarrassing the fraternity, embarrassing the fraternity of owners, or upsetting the other members of the fraternity, and that's why you get kicked out. Um, <laughs> the NFL owners are old money society, like a fraternity on steroids. And so once you become one of the 32 owners, you are in. You are in like Flynn, and you're basically a made man or woman. You're basically set for life. Oh, my gosh. But don't upset the other owners. Don't poke other owners. Don't mess with their entities. Don't mess with their their, their franchises. Don't mess with their money. Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder, about twelve months ago, before he's ousted as the before he's ousted as the owner of the Washington franchise, the Washington football team. Apparently, <laughs> it all comes together. Jim Irsay, about eight nine months ago, was at the forefront of we need to get this Dan Snyder guy out of here. We need to start investigating him. We, you know, he's not he's using uh, terrible office ling- workplace behavior with the ladies in his office. He's Got, he's running a half-rate franchise. I mean, uh, their stadium is, a, is in complete disarray. I mean, we saw the railing fall down last year right in front of Jalen Hurts. Like, their franchise has been bad and has been mismanaged uh, on all fronts for many years. 
but they only care. Jim Irsay only cares in the last eight months. Why? Because you messed with his toy. Don't try to come over here and call and try to see if I can. you can play with my toy, my toy that I've had on the shelf for three years. No, no, no. If that toy comes off the shelf, it's only playing in my backyard. Dan Snyder apparently had his people reach out to Andrew Luck and say, are you interested in playing football again? We need a quarterback. We are the Washington football team and have no quarterback. We haven't had a quarterback, like, ever. Uh, and that's tampering. You can't do that. Jim Irsay says, my prized possession, my baby boy, Andrew Luck. I mean, come on. It's not like he went after Jacoby Brissett. It's not like he went after some second-rate quarterback that you know played for the played for the Colts just for a year or two. No, no, no. This was a, my number one overall draft pick that I selected. My I hand selected to replace Peyton Manning. This is my child who I said we're going to lose an entire year. We're going to suck for luck. We are committed to you, Andrew Luck. And they did that. They did exactly that. They sucked for luck. They replaced Peyton Manning, Hall of Fame quarterback, with Andrew Luck. So no, 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 no. You are not getting to play with my special toy. Keep your grubby little hands off of us, Dan Snyder. So Dan Snyder, you buried yourself. Now 12 months later, it's very clear. You buried yourself by trying to mess with Jim Arce's toys. And Jim Arce said, oh, you do not ma- – I am not one to be messed with, whether he is on – Drugs or sober, he's not one to be messed with. Red-faced Jim Irsay is not somebody I want to get in, uh, uh, be in the path of. It's so. so funny, too, because, like, <laughs> you have to wonder what Dan Snyder is thinking. Like, first of all, you are you are Washington. You are a very dis- – you've already had so much, like, crud thrown against you as an owner and everything. You are known for being dysfunctional. <laughs> you are the You are the little misfit. Of the NFL, you basically. Not even because you're bad, just because you have all the other stuff going on. And it's so funny that he's sitting there thinking, you know what? I think Andrew Luck might come play for this team. You know what I mean? Like, really? Andrew Luck? And you already know that, like you, everything you just mentioned, Ursay does not like you. He is looking for something to just put all these events into motion and get you out of here. And you... You are good at pissing people off. <laughs> Come on. I mean, just run your team. Just draft. Try to rebuild your own stadium. Try to improve your stadium. Try to not be sexually inappropriate with any lady ever in your life. Not think. Hey, these things are not hard to do, really. Well, yes. maybe run a team, but <laughs> those other things. You, you, you know how you know? You, you just be polite and keep your mouth shut most of the time. Most of the time. In, in public, you say, oh, nice to meet you, ma'am. Thank you. <laughs> that, that's all it is. He just slime ball, did it to himself. And so I think this is a hilarious story, especially considering, like, Jim Irsay. <laughs> oh, Andrew Luck's not coming out of retirement. John and I were talking about that earlier. He's not coming out of retirement. But you can't mess with my toys. Just these, 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 um, these owners who, you know, treat this just like it is fantasy football. It's <laughs> oh gosh. So I'm I'm look. I'm happy that Dan Snyder was forced to sell the team. I think it was a great thing for the NFL. I just think it's hilarious that I th- that now several months later you're I think you're starting to connect the dots and be able to see. Oh, this is why uh, Dan Snyder ended up having to to get rid of his team. So uh, would this would he be this upset, John? Would he be this upset? If it was anybody other than Dan Snyder or if it was anybody other than Andrew Luck. I think that he would not be as upset if it was another team. Because, you know, it sounds like, you know, they're a brotherhood kind of. Those owners, they're buddy-buddy and everybody. And Dan Snyder's that one guy that nobody can stand, but they can't get rid of him really. And now that he's finally gone, they can kind of talk a bunch of crap about him. But I think, it would, I think if it was any other team, I think it would be – I think it wouldn't have been, he wouldn't have gone public with this like tampering thing. He just would have been like, "Hey man, that's my toy. Like that's my guy. You know that's my guy. You know how I feel." And it's like it's kind of like a girl in a way. You know what Certainly. I mean? Certainly. Like, we stopped dating. That's, that's my girl. But still, like you know it's an understood thing. Well, Don't course. go after my girl. John Mirfield dates Sally for 3 years. Who can like name her? N- dates Mary for 5 years. Doesn't matter. And they go their separate ways for whatever reason. No problem. That that happens. And I say, "Hey, Sally, she's pretty cute." Yeah. No. John Mirfield's my guy. 
I'm influenced by guys. Sally may be cute, and I'll say hi to Sally when I see her. But like, you know what? After after John and my, and Sally have gotten have been dating, you just say, you know what? That she she's becomes off limits. She becomes. Just a friend, somebody that we say hi to, and you say, you know, Sally, you got any friends that I, that I can take that I can take out? Because I'm not taking you out. Or you at least go ask. You you go you go ask me like, hey man, I see Sally. You know, like, do I have your blessing in the way? You know what I mean? And Ursa says no. Yeah, and I, I say no. Ursa, you red face. You try anyway, and you and I find out. I'm gonna tell all my boys. We're gonna get on you. Man. Exactly, and that's what happens in a in a male friend group. Let's say there's eight of us. Boom! I just cut myself out of the other eight because I did that to you, and that's what uh, that, that, that's what Dan Snyder did to himself by trying to play with Jim Irsay's toys. You know, he, he should have called Cal, uh, Calvin Johnson. He should have said, "Calvin, you got some you got some years left. I know uh, you're tired. You're still pretty good. I know the, the look. The Lions will let you out of retirement and just come on and back. You you can just play for the Washington uh, Comet. Look. Oh gosh." It's really funny that he even tried. That like that is the fun, and it, it's so funny that it's Washington. I didn't even I didn't realize how many how prevalent the Commanders fans were until I started working right here, and how many of our students are Commanders fans. Lots of them through the through through, through my years at Tide. Oh, I, I like Washington. Love the Commanders. I'm like how? how? Like you're like 19. They haven't been good their whole your whole life. You they've been you had time to change. Right. Right. They, 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 you were born with the Baltimore Ravens right there, right, right, right there. The Baltimore Ravens. You had two Super Bowls already if you made the correct choice. But no, the, the Commanders are still super popular, and so uh, it'll be interesting if they can move in a, into a better direction with the new ownership. All right, just a minute or so left, um, and, and we'll just uh, say thanks to our, our sponsors, Derek Daniels State Farm, for uh, sponsoring us today and every day. If you need any home life and auto insurance, you can see Derek Daniel at 1214 McFarland Boulevard Northeast, right next to First Federal Bank. Give him a call at 205-758-3391. I also want to highlight our friends at the Lynx down 69 South. It's a beautiful day, mid-80s today. Gosh, give them a call at 205-247-9990 for your tea times today. Thanks to the Links and thanks to Derek Daniel. Thanks to John Muirfield for hanging out with me. We're gonna have a couple we're gonna have big noon sports with Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson, and Christian Miller coming up next right here on Tide. We'll turn it over to our friend Ryan Fowler at two PM. And then look, Jeff, you you're looking for some baseball? Stay tuned to Tide. Alabama baseball against Troy tonight. We'll be live right here on Tide one hundred point nine. We'll be able to see if the guys can keep going. I'll be paying attention. I'll be di- dialed in to the to the tide tonight. Because they are, uh, what, two out of the last three? Two out of the last three against Vanderbilt, trying to keep things rolling. Series win against Vanderbilt. That's huge. Oh, loving it, loving it. Love to see the response from the guys after they uh, after the adversity that they have endured. Uh, so that's going to do it for us today. You can find us on the Twitter machine at Joe Gaither 6 at J.D. Meary. Coming up next, our friends with Big Noon Sports. 